Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. How to keep your habits on track. And I love this section because it talks about habit tracking. And it's a, and um, he says, a habit tracker is a simple way to measure whether you did a habit. 
The most basic format is to get a calendar and cross off each day you stick with your routine. For example, if you meditate on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, each of those dates gets an X. As time rolls by, the calendar becomes a record of your habit streak. And this is incredible because this is such a great way to kind of gamify our habits, our positive habits that help keep us on track. It's a way to gamify it because, and actually, okay, this is, this is funny. I used to tell this story about how Jerry Seinfeld, the comedian, that, that he does this with his jokes. However, that is actually not true. But here's, here's, what, here's what a lot of people say, uh, that Jerry Seinfeld said, hey, to become a great comedian, what do you need to do? You need to write jokes. You need to write every single day, right? Writers, writers will say the same thing. You have to write every day to get that muscle, to build that muscle of whatever it is that you're working on. And so for comedians, they have to write every day. So they have new jokes and new material to go up on stage and to practice. And so you write a joke every day. And so the, the story goes that uh, Jerry Seinfeld said, yeah, so I, great, I get this wall calendar. I put it on my calendar. And every time I write, I put an X on that calendar. And then after you do it for a few days, you see all of those Xs and you don't want to break your streak. Like, right, if you if you were so good and disciplined to work out five days, you want to go that sixth day and that seventh day, you want to look and see all of those um, all of those X's. It's the same thing that we see in apps, right? Like apps that you you're you game, they gamify uh, you into actually using the app. So if you meditate, like, for example, I use Insight Timer. And it shows you X amount of consecutive days of meditation. And so I want to get that streak. I don't want to miss my meditation day. And then when I do, I'm like, oh, you have to start back at zero. So it doesn't feel good. Anyway, so this was the whole story. So I was writing about it the other day. And what I discovered was that Jerry Seinfeld actually didn't even come up with that. And he talks about it. He's like, I don't know why I became known for this thing. I didn't come up with that. That is something that was not mine, but apparently it's attributed to him. So anyway, I think that's a fun look. I think that's a fun little fact, but either way, this whole habit tracker is an incredible way. If you are trying to build a habit, this is an easy way for you to gamify it. Mark your calendar every time you do that one habit. So anyway, all right, that's my little contribution from the last segment. I got excited when everyone was talking about, uh, about gyms and habits and, and being disciplined. Um, which we are going to continue that conversation. Uh, But let me do a quick room reset because you are in Breakfast of Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club, here getting your motivation, inspiration, education, as you do every single Monday through Saturday, 5 a.m. till 1 p.m. about, I think that's it. Um, But we're always here and always dedicated to helping you become a better version of yourself because, you know, like Glenn Lindley always says, if you change the way you start your morning, it'll make a massive impact on your life. And then when you change the way and who you spend your time with, that'll make an impact, a big impact on your life. And so we get to come here every single day and be part of this incredible community of people that are dedicated to achieving their dreams, to supporting each other's goals. You know, it's so interesting to me how so many people don't recognize the circles that they're in and how that influences their thinking, how it influences whether or not you go through life believing that the future is bigger than your past or believing that you're a victim, believing that you have no control over your future. But when you're surrounded by people like this here in Breakfast of Champions, when we get to be surrounded by people like Dora, Maria, and Dr. Lacey, and Justin, and TM, and Dr. Jamicia, and Jeff, and Coco, and Peter, and Kim, 
and Pamela and Don and Yvette and Regina and Brian and Debbie and Jan, we are reminded of how powerful our networks can be. So my name, um, I'm Kate Bowman. For those of you that don't know me, my team and I, I, I'm the CEO of Floyd Consulting and my team and I work with organizations to help them build dynamic cultures so people love coming to work and accomplishing great things together. We are also the home of the Dream Manager certification program. So we certify dream managers. And essentially that means that we are certifying life coaches. Now, some of these life coaches have their own businesses and they're off working with clients. And some of them are, or most of them, in fact, are somebody from an organization, usually in the HR department, the, co the cultural development department, team building department, and they become a certified dream manager. And then they are the life coach for their team. And what that does is they get to learn about the dreams of the people in their organization. What are the dreams that their people have for their life? And they support them in achieving those dreams. They meet with them every single month and hold them accountable and they help them become a better version of themselves. And one of the biggest difference between our program and most programs is the fact that we have a curriculum. So every time the dream manager meets with their team member, they're walking them through not only their dream, but they're talking about physical, emotional, mental, spiritual aspects of their life. Because we believe at Floyd that your organization can only become the best version of itself to the extent that your people are becoming better versions of themselves. And when your people are becoming better versions of themselves and they're engaged in their life, they're gonna show up differently. And you're gonna see massive results in your organization. And so that's what I get to do. And so I love working with all these individuals because I get to work with incredible leaders that care deeply about their people and implement programs like that. And they implement programs like our Don't Just Manage Coach and help people become better leaders and help coach their people up. Because if you are a leader, that is, if you're a leader, that is your number one role is to help your people grow, to help your team grow and get better. And it's why we come in rooms like this, because we get to be surrounded by people that are making a positive impact in their life. And we get to learn from each other. And then if you're a leader, I hope that you take whatever you learn and hear from all of the incredible moderators and you take those lessons back to your team so that they can get better and they can become better. So I usually- Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Start off uh, my coaching sessions uh, with my most of my executive coaching clients. Some of them love this. Some of them hate it because they don't like talking about feelings. But I always ask the question, what is one word that best describes how you feel right now? Let's kind of set the stage, set the tone. What's one word that best describes how you feel right now? So if you're on stage, I just want you to unmike and shout out, what is the one word that best describes how you feel right now? Energy. Fabulous. Thank you. Great. Overwhelmed. Awake. Amazing. Tired. Blessed. Ooh. Ooh, I like it. Do you see the mixture? We've got inspired, powerful, blessed, and then we've got tired. We've got anxious. We've got a little stressed. 
So all of us, we all wake up every morning and it's, it's the same day, but we all have different feelings. We all have different emotions. And that's another thing for us to remember as a leader, that there's a lot of different things going on in different people's lives. And we have to recognize those things and recognize that everyone is coming from a different space in a different place, walking into the office or jumping on their computer for their day. Uh, so I know, uh, like I mentioned, I always love to open up that book. So we started with that Atomic Habits. And like Stephen said, it's an incredible book. If you haven't read it, it is it is the book to read. It's like been on the number one bestselling bestsellers list for, oh my gosh, I don't even know how many, how many, many, um, how long it's been. It's been weeks and weeks and weeks, but because I think this is a few years old now. Jeez, time flies. But it's by James Clear. Incredible book, especially if you're trying to improve your habits. And today's topic is start actually doing the things you know you need to do. Start actually doing the things you know you need to do. And that is, oh, before I get into that, um, I forgot to mention, um, like I said, I did, do, uh, I did do the interview with Dr. Janie Lacey on my podcast, Create For No Reason. So uh, please check that out. Uh, let us know how you enjoyed that episode. Um, the, the, the podcast is, is all about, uh, creativity, leadership and living a fulfilling life. And so I get to have really interesting conversations with people like Dr. Janie Lacey, um, Lolita has been on the show as well as some of the other, uh, folks here in breakfast with champions. And, um, it's, uh, the, every ep a new episode comes out on Mondays. Um, and you can sign up for my newsletter, massive optimism. You can click, click on the link above door. Maria, you are amazing. Thank you so much for posting that link. Um, and I share different, uh, I share journaling prompts, book recommendations, and quotes, just little pieces of information to inspire you on a Sunday before you head into your week. So if you haven't yet signed up for that, um, go ahead and please sign up so that we can stay connected and you'll get some inspiration. You'll get some inspiration on a Sunday, uh, some of the stuff that we talk about in here. And again, it's really all about who you're surrounding yourself with. Um, so this topic... I'm always so I'm always like, all right, what can I share? What can I share this week that I haven't shared in the past? And last week, last week, we talked a lot about creativity and creating. We talked about your return on creating. Businesses have a return on investment. And oftentimes we don't, we don't make time for the things that we love. We don't make time for, for the things that we actually want to pursue in our lives, our dreams. We put those off to the wayside because we're building business. We're too busy building businesses and taking care of our family and doing all the things that we need that we need to do that we let go of so much that bring joy and fulfillment to our lives. And so we talked about that last week and it was so incredible. I got some really wonderful messages. And so I, I like to open up the, the stage, especially towards the end of the segment to really talk about your dreams to talk about what are those dreams that you have in your life that you're really excited to achieve, that you're really pumped about. And you wanna just get up on stage and you wanna share. You wanna share for two reasons. One, because if you've never shared before, it's an opportunity for you to open the mic and gain that confidence and to, and to share on a stage with of people. And two, you're putting your dream out into the universe. You're putting it out into the universe and you're also sharing it with some folks in here in this room. And when we share our dreams, Sometimes what happens is somebody hears you and says, oh, I know how to help that person. I can connect them with a resource. I can connect them with a resource. I can connect them with a person. Or 
you share your dream and then all of a sudden, hey, now if I know that Justin has a specific dream, I can then pop in and, and maybe send him a quick text or send him a message here on Clubhouse and ask him, hey, how's that going? How's your YouTube channel going? How's it going creating content, right? Like we all love getting that accountability and that support from the people that know about us and our dreams. And so I like to leave the end of that segment. And, I, and I've been really encouraging people in the room to, that haven't come up on stage, that have never come up and shared. We've heard some powerful voices of people over the past few weeks in these segments of people that they're usually, they're usually not on stage, but they've come up in, on stage and shared and they have been incredible. They have been really incredible shares. And so if that's you, if you come into this room every single morning and you love listening to all of the moderators and you love coming into these segments, but you've never gotten on stage, get on stage, come up on stage. First step, just jump on stage. You don't even need to say anything. If you've never come up on stage, raise your hand and just come on stage. That can be your, that can be your win for the day. And then maybe for somebody that says, okay, well, I don't usually say anything, but I have been on stage. Maybe today is the day that you're gonna unmic. And so I'm, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you directly to you that this is your time to come up on stage. So be thinking about it. You have some time. We're going to do that towards the end of the segment, but be thinking about a dream that you want to share, a creative pursuit that has been stirring in your heart that you haven't been doing and something that you really want to share with the team. So again, we're going to, we'll, we'll open up the floor in a little bit to talk about those things. Um, all right. Guys, I didn't even mention, there's only 48 shares in this room. And you know, Glenn Lundy loves his shares. He's always talking about those shares. And you know that after my segment, I pass it over to Lolita E. Walker. And mm -hmm. I like sharing, I like passing it over to her when there's at least 100 shares on this stage. So if you have not yet shared this room, please share it out into the hallway because we want to help other people find this room. We want to help other people come into a space where they feel motivated, they feel inspired, and they're getting lots and lots of incredible information to help them become a better version of themselves. So, all right, awesome. Keep sharing, keep sharing. And I'm loving the chat feature too. I don't always look at the chat when I'm actually speaking, but I love going back and hearing what people have to say. So if there's something in my segment that resonates with you or, well, and or uh, would love for people to share in the comments, what is one dream that you are most excited to achieve over the next six months. And I loved seeing so many dreams pop into the chat because again, whether you say it here on stage or whether you just put it into the chat, you're putting it out into the universe. You're creating that energy around moving forward and whatever it is that your dream is. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Ramon just walked into the room and I was thinking, you know, this stage is always so interesting. It's so different like every single week. Um, and I miss, I miss Ramon when he's here on a Thursday. Uh, <laughs> I miss you too, Kate. Good morning. I miss you too. <laughs> Good morning. Um, it's so funny. I feel like every day on this stage, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but I feel like uh, because the, the, the room is kind of curated with like, you know, the, obviously we have like the different uh, moderators that speak on different days. And I feel like there's like a kind of a different energy every time you come into the room from like a Monday with like TM. And then we've got, um, Larissa and then I kind of feel like it's like a really different feel when like tom uh, tomorrow when Justin goes and then we've got Kim so anyway I think it's so great um and then Steven you go from like TM to Steven anyway I feel like it's like a different feel and every day is kind of something new so I love it I love I'm here for all of it 
Um, all right, so start actually doing the things you know you need to do. And we've talked about discipline. We've talked about habits. And really what it comes down to when I think about this topic, when I think about, well, two things. One thing that I wrote down was um, when I was thinking, actually, I wrote this down before I even looked at the, at the title of room. You know how sometimes like a, a sentence or phrase might just pop into your head? And I wrote down the phrase in my journal. I said, um, I am giving up judgment. I am giving up judgment. And I don't know where that came from, but this is what happens when you journal, right? Big fan of journaling. And when you journal, just words will pop up. And so I, I, I wrote that. And I don't know what it meant, but to me, like I, I immediately thought I'm giving up judgment of myself, of other people. I'm giving up judgment of my work, just judgment free. And when you are more judgment free, you're leaving more space to be creative. You're leaving more space to create because you're not so stuck on kind of overthinking some of the things that you know you really wanna do. And when I thought about this whole concept of start actually doing the things you know you need to do, it's so funny how it's written. Start actually doing the things you know you need to do because we can all, we, we can, there's been always been a, there's been a time probably in every single person in this room's lives where we're, we, we know exactly what we should do, but we don't do that thing. And oftentimes, especially when I deal with my clients, I find that obviously we're working on their goals, we're working on their business goals, we're working on their personal goals and professional goals. And so often time comes up, time comes up so often, there's not enough time, right? There's not enough time. I'll get to it someday, it's not the right time. There's no way I can fit it into my schedule. These are the lies that we tell ourselves. But if you knew, if you knew you only had one more year left on this planet, how would you live differently? Consider how you, how your priorities might change. You know, many people, they shift their priorities after a health scare, a divorce, a loss of a loved one, being let go from a job, an accident or, or another tragedy in their life. You know, we're here on stage, you know, think about Barbara Majeski. Barbara always talks about, you know, she started pursuing her dream of being on television after surviving cancer in her early 40s. My friend John, he started cycling and getting back into shape after having a heart attack unexpectedly. And my friend Samantha, she finally, finally started traveling and cooking, which is a, was one of her loves after her husband passed away. And each of those individuals have inspiring stories about how they turned their life around and started creating more joy and fulfillment by pursuing what they love. They, they came face to face with mortality and it was a reminder of the precious and finite gift of time. But it shouldn't take a tragedy in our lives to start doing more of what we love. It shouldn't take a tragedy for us to start actually doing the things we know we need to do to get the results that we crave. Think about your relationship with time. What is your relationship with time right now? Most of us, we, we wish for more hours in the day, but if you were actually gifted those hours, 
how confident are you that you would spend them doing activities you say you're important, but you keep putting off? Would you actually shift your calendar or would you take those hours and continue to do all the things that aren't really pushing you forward? You're just doing more of those things. I love this, um, this concept of Parkinson's law, which is Parkinson's law is basically that you spill, it, it takes you, you fill the time that you get in order to get in order for, or you fill the time that you have to achieve a specific activity. So for example, if someone is given, if you have three weeks to finish a report, how many of you actually take the full three weeks? You probably procrastinate, you put it off. You know, some people, they might wait till two days to get it done, but guess what? They get it done in two days. They had three weeks, but they got it done in two, two days. So what is your relationship with time? We may have every intention of starting the project or taking the class or, or pulling out that sketchbook and starting to draw or calling the client or setting up your, your CRM, whatever it is. And yet, yet months go by and we wonder where all the time went. And we blame lack of time. And then we promise we'll do better. We promise we'll do better months ahead. We, we typically don't put any strategies in place to ensure that we will, but that's what we say to ourselves because it makes us feel good. It's like, it's like towards the end of the year, right? It's towards the end of the year. Many of us, we start thinking about how the next year is going to be different. It's going to be better. We get a clean slate, a, a refreshing new start where we choose apples instead of cookies and reading instead of television and action, massive action replaces procrastination. And we wanna believe in this new version of us so much that we disregard how ridiculous it is to think that a new calendar year is the only obstacle standing in our way of living a better life. It's as if, as if magic pixie dust falls out of the sky when the clock strikes midnight on January 1st and pushes us into action, convincing us to fear less and do more. But, that does not happen. <laughs> and fortunately, no magic is required for you to start actually doing the things you know you need to do to get the results you want to get. You have everything that you need right now, everything. You may not believe you do, but you do. Every day is a chance to redesign your calendar and make room for the things that are important to you not only in your business, but also the things that light you up. There's no secret weapon or habit hack. It's a choice we make every day. I love when, I love when certain people share how they structure their calendar because it gives, it gives us an insight into how people prioritize their day and the things we can tell are most important to them. You know, your life looks the way it does because of the choices you made, you made up until now and how you choose to invest your time determines the person you become each year. And we wake up every day faced with decisions to make. And some of them are easy, like, you know, brushing our teeth and what to eat for breakfast. And other than, others are more difficult, like a career change or deciding who to marry. And some of them are kind of like a mix in between because Ooh, we have this like struggle between our heart and our body and our mind, right? It's like, 
our mind might say, oh, I'm tired. I don't want to get out of bed and go to the gym. But like our mind is like, no, but you got to go. <laughs> and it's easier to design our calendar to include what matters when we are honest about who we are and who we want to be. And that looks like making time for the things that are important to us. And it's just, it's just that so often we realize or we, we lie to ourselves about what those things are. We may not even realize that we're doing it because we've spent so much of our life going through the motions and doing what we think is expected of us, doing all the things on our shoulds list, right? How many of us have those shoulds lists? I should do this. I should do that. But only identifying what's really important and what's missing in our life can we start to fill up those activities that make the biggest impact. And it takes intentionality. It takes sitting down with yourself to discover what those things are for you. I used to run, um, I used to run these groups. Um, it was called Inspired Action. And every month, five to 10 women came together and they discussed one goal they were gonna, they wanted to achieve. And each participant, they received this workbook in fact, I still have the workbook. I can send it to some people. Um, I tried. To, I, I can actually get it up. I'll, I'll try to get it up and, and link it. I can share for next week. Um, but the first section included a space to identify three personal or prof and or professional goals that they wanted to achieve over the next six months. We did it specifically for like three to six or three to six months just to kind of kickstart people. And then from those three goals that they wrote down, they had to select one as their priority. And the majority of the group selected a personal goal to spend time doing something for themselves. I was shocked because I thought that when people came to this program, I thought, oh my gosh, so many people are going to want to have these business goals. They're going to focus on business. But no, most of them came and the, the goals that they selected to work on was to spend time doing something for themselves. Things like exercising, taking walks, writing, art, photography, jewelry design, cooking, gardening. It was doing the things that they loved. I talked about this last week too, your creative pursuits. What are the creative pursuits that you do for no reason other than the fact that they bring you so much joy? And we talked about, that's why we talked about return on creating when you do the things that bring you joy, that joy spills over into other areas of your life and you become a better person, you become a better entrepreneur, you become a better leader, you become a better team member, you become a better spouse, a better friend, a better mother, a father, aunt, all of those things. And when I ask these women in the group, what has stopped you from doing these activities in the past? Guess what showed up? Guilt. Many of them felt guilty. They felt guilty making time for themselves. They were so used to putting everyone else's needs ahead of theirs that they felt bad even taking one hour to do something they loved. They could barely go to a yoga class, even if they did go, because their minds were racing to get back. Their minds were racing around all of the things they knew they, had to, they needed to do when they got home. And so this was an opportunity to improve their relationship with time to start to recognize what was actually important and stop putting pressure on themselves to do everything, especially things that don't really matter. And to do this, we had to identify where they currently spent their time. So there's another section in the workbook that was called, get your time back. 
And it included several blank lines to write down the their time wasters. And these are activities that don't truly matter, yet they always seem to sneak into our calendars. So it's like things like constantly checking your email, scrolling online, watching TV, online shopping for things we don't need usually, uh, gossiping with friends, and other activities that just don't enhance our life. It's also things like, have, have you ever wasted time wondering why someone doesn't like you? Or wondering why you didn't get that job or how much happier you'd be if you were in a different situation? These are all time wasters and they deplete our energy. And so as the women shared their list, most of them admitted to turning to these time wasters instead of replacing them with time enhancers, like learning something new, going for a walk, volunteering for a cause you care about, reading a book, or whatever it is that they loved, whatever it is that was important to them. When our days are filled with more time wasters than time enhancers, it's an opportunity to pause and make some adjustments. That's when we have to make adjustments to our lives. We can do this in our personal life and in our professional life. We talk about this all the time. I talk about this with my team all the time. What are your HPAs or yeah, your high HPAs, your high performing activities? What are the activities that actually yield the biggest results for you? Those are the things that we get to focus on. Those are the things that are going to make a massive impact, a massive shift in your life. And so I want to I want to go through three things, three ways that you can start actually doing the things you want to do or that you need to do. Let's go through these th three things really quickly. And while, or right before I, I, I jump into these three things, I want you to think about a couple things. One, what is your current relationship with time? And let's go through these things and hopefully this will help you to start doing the things you know you need to do to get the results you know what you want to get. And one of the results that we know we want to get is this room up to 100 shares and we're at 70. <laughs> so we need 30 more shares before we pass the mic in one half hour. So if you are enjoying this conversation, please go ahead and share this room. And if you're in the chat, I would love to hear what is one of your time wasters? Put in the chat, what is your favorite time waster? What is your favorite way to waste time? Maybe it's scrolling on social media, it's watching TikTok videos, whatever it is that's your time. Maybe it's that online shopping we talked about. What is one of your time wasters? Because when we call it out, we can kind of tease ourselves and then make some of those changes. Um, all right, I love it. I'm seeing some people in the chat. I'm seeing some people sharing the room. Oh my gosh, I can't. Okay, yep, daydreaming. Ooh, Yvette, I kind of like, that's a fun time waster. Daydreaming, email checking, Netflix. Oh, that's right. Social media, sleeping, watching FBI on Amazon, social media. Oh my gosh, yeah. See, we all have, we all know, we all have our time wasting activities. All right, awesome. Okay. So we're gonna talk about three ways to start actually doing the things you know you need to do. And I have to give another little plug for my, um, for Massive Optimism, because I am loving, I am loving getting to know more and more of you as you sign up for the newsletter that I send out on Sunday. And especially when you email me back, you guys bring so much joy to my life. I, you're awesome. <laughs> 
So if you're not yet signed up for Massive Optimism, I would love for you to sign up for that newsletter. And uh, I send it out every Sunday, just some positivity, positivity, inspiration. It's a couple of, it's some journaling prompts, book recommendations, quotes, things that inspire you for the week. But when you guys write me back, it just, it makes me laugh. So um, I appreciate, I appreciate all of you. I appreciate all of you for even engaging in, in these conversations because um I think every one of us moderators would agree. It's it's such a joy and a privilege to be able to do this and to be able to share uh, to share this space with you every single week. All right, three ways to start actually doing the things you know you need to do, and then I'm going to open the mic. Okay, I'm going to go through these real quick. Number one, I'm going to tell us I'm going to say I'll tell us what we can stop doing and then what we can start doing. So number one, stop shooting. Stop shooting all over yourself. There's all of these lists of things that we think we need, that we should do. And it gets worse and worse when we are constantly bombarded by, oh, you, sh you should start, you should start a YouTube channel and you should start a podcast and you should go after this business and you should, and you should sign up for this program or you should, all of the things that we say we should do, or I should have this type of business, or I should be a multimillionaire by now. All of these things that we put on ourselves, we focus on all of these shoulding like instead of should and we and, and and creating this list of shoulds that may or may not matter instead of shoulding clarify your dreams what are your dreams for your life not the th not the dreams you think you should have not the things that someone tells you to have but what are your dreams Right. I, I love that we have so many incredible voices on this stage every single week. And some people have massive businesses and, and they grow them and they're scaling them and they're killing it and they're inspiring and it's exciting. But that might not be for everyone. I love that. I love when Ramon shares, hey, I'm not I'm not the guy that's going to help you build a billion dollar company. That's not me. I'm here because I'm here for the small business because small business runs America. And it's amazing and incredible. And so we all get to have our own space and own it. And so when you own and clarify, when you clarify your dreams and stop shitting, we get so much more focused. So stop shitting and clarify your dreams instead. Number two, stop making excuses. Stop making excuses. We make them all the time. We justify them. We're really good at justifying them. Oh, I'm not going to go to the gym today because... I don't feel well, or because I'm my pinky toe is sore. Like, no, these are all excuses that we make. We know when we're making excuses, we just don't want to admit it to ourselves. So instead of making excuses, take ownership. Take ownership of your life. Take ownership of your dreams. If you take massive ownership of every single decision that you make, you're going to make them differently. One of the best books, one of the best I think one of the best leadership books is by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin, and it's called Extreme Ownership. Extreme Ownership. It is owning every single decision that you make. Every single thing in your life is because of a decision that you've made. We, we've talked about discipline. We've talked about habits. Jocko Willink, the, the author of that book, Extreme Ownership, he's a former Navy SEAL, incredible human. Was super disciplined. I don't know what it would be like to, to be in that man's world, but man, you'd learn a lot. And he, I'll never forget when I heard on a podcast, he said, discipline equals freedom. 
And it's, it, it rolls around in my head all the time. Discipline equals freedom. We think discipline is, is like, oh, I don't, discipline feels like I have to like, it's too, it's too big, big or heavy of a word, but it, it's freedom because if when you're disciplined today, you get to live the life you want to live tomorrow. So clarify your dreams, take ownership. Number three, stop looking for shiny objects. Stop looking for shiny objects. Instead, master the basics. Master the basics. We get so excited because we see shiny objects. We have new, new products, new courses, new solutions. Ooh, I'm going to start this podcast. I'm going to start my YouTube channel. I'm going to go on TikTok on it because everyone says I need to go do that. And those, not saying those things are not good and not saying that those things aren't a way to grow your business. But are they taking you away from focusing on what truly matters? This is one thing that I think is the most challenging, especially in the online marketing space when people give a lot of advice and where we're giving advice. We have to remember every single one of us is at a very different place in our business. Who are you taking advice from? What kind of business are they creating and developing? I was just having this conversation the other day with a friend of mine because years ago I had this marketing company and I partnered with this guy who I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be an incredible business. He's like a multi-gazillionaire and he wants to partner with me and we started this company, but it was a service-based business. And we were doing social media marketing. This is when like social media just started coming up. And, and I was doing, we were doing social, I was doing social media for, for companies. But he had a very different business. He was selling data online, which is like an incredible business. And he was making millions and millions and millions of dollars and growing by leaps and bounds in his business. And, but he didn't know how to run a service-based business. Oh my gosh, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? So I mean, uh, that business, we did that for a little bit of time, but then I, I, I broke off and started doing my own thing, which worked much better. But had I known what I know now, obviously I would have run that business so much differently, so much differently. But the way that, the way that I was getting advice from people, I wasn't getting the right advice from people. I wasn't getting advice from people that were actually in a space and knew the way that I should be scaling my business. And so I got caught up in all the shiny objects and I, and I wasn't focused in building what I knew I could build. And so how focused are you? Master the basics. I think about it in golf, right? In golf, especially I st when I started learning how to play golf, I am not good by, by the way, just FYI. But when I started learning how to play golf, I was like, yes, let's go to the driving range. Let's go to the driving range. I want to hit the ball. I want to hit it hard. I want to hit it far. And, and the guy that I was with, he was like, hey, like, it, it's great. Like, yes, you need to learn how to drive, but like all, putting and chipping is where it's at. Like putting and chipping is actually going to help you become a better golfer. In fact, if you, if you really get good at putting, it's one of the quickest ways to really improve your golf game. Because if you eliminate three putts, eliminating three putts can, can save an average handicapped golfer like three or four strokes around. But it's not the fun stuff. Well, not to me. I'm like, I don't want to just sit around and putt. I want to I smack the ball. Get, get, we need to master the basics instead of looking for those shiny objects. And man, does it take discipline? I'm dealing with this with my team right now. We, we love shiny objects just like everyone else, but we have a very clear vision and focus for how we're going to grow and build this business this year. We have a very specific revenue goal. We know exactly how we're going to get there. And you know what? It takes a lot of discipline 
because our plan does not include Facebook ads and TikTok and LinkedIn and all of the things. It includes all of the activities that we do that are working, all of the activities that we've already done in the past that proven to be the most successful. Now, can we start to incorporate some of these other strategies next year or the year after, after we're in a different place in business and we've gotten to our revenue goal? Sure. In fact, I give everyone on my team an idea journal and I'm like, hey, when you have an idea, put it in the journal. I want you to put it in the journal because we're going to talk about it. It just may not fit our strategic plan this year, but that takes discipline. A lot of discipline, even for me. And I'm going to, and I have to be the one that focuses on it. <laughs> All right. So three ways to start actually doing the things you know you need to do. Number one, stop shooting. Instead, clarify your dreams. Number two, stop making shoot excuses. Instead, take extreme ownership. Like Jocko Willing says. Number three, stop looking for shiny objects. Master the basics. Master the basics. Oh my gosh, I love, I love this. In fact, I was even just listening to a, uh, an, an, uh, podcast interview with the incredible Tony Robbins and Tony Robbins. He says, yeah, obviously his life has changed over the years and he has much higher levels of strategy and strategic thinking. And he's worked with some of the most brilliant minds on the planet. Yet, you know what he always talks about first, the basics waking up in the morning jumping into that cold plunge bath that he does, doing his breath work, spending that 10 minutes. It always comes back to the basics. That's what I love about the most successful people in the world. They're all fanatical about the basics. It's the same thing when you read, but this is why we love books like Atomic Habit or E-Myth or Essentialism. Essentialism is another great book to help keep you focused because it's about the basics and mastering the basics. That's why we love it. We think we want complexity. We don't, we love simplicity. All right, so those are the three ways, three ways to start actually doing the things you know you need to do. We have 15 minutes. I went a little bit over. Oh my gosh, I feel, I was, I guess I, I wasn't even sure what was gonna happen today, but I felt passionate about this topic because I see it all the time. I, I want people so, to, I want, I want people to live so fully, to feel so fulfilled at the end of every day. We talk so much about that on my podcast, Create for No Reason. That is what I want for each and every one of you. And I know that's what you want in your own life. That's why you come into this room every single day. So who would love to open their mic and share something that resonated with them, something that spoke to them during the segment today. I would love to hear from some of you and I hear somebody, but I don't see Peter. Is that, do I see Peter flashing? And then it, Taria, Peter and Taria. It is Peter indeed. Good morning. Good morning. Great, great um, segment, uh, Kate Bowman. Uh, last week we met in Arizona with uh, our sales, our sales team and our topic actually for the week, uh, the couple of days of, of meeting was back to the basics. And, you know, I, I actually wish I had heard your segment prior to going to that, um, to bring in our sales team, team, uh, team members together. But it's, uh, I love what you say about mastering the basics. I, I, I love to golf myself. I'm a, I'm a wicked um, driver. 
my but I can't putt and, and chip to save my life. So um, I like um, I love there's just the resounding um, uh, pieces that you've you've stated this morning. So I just want to express my gratitude. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Oh, thanks, Peter. I love that. Yeah. Master the basics. Oh, it's a reminder. We got to remind ourselves of that all the time. And it's I'm glad that you got your team together. I love hearing when people bring their teams together and have those discussions. I mean, obviously, it's what it's what I do for a living. So it's uh, obviously I enjoy hearing that. But coming together and bringing your team to help them grow together as a team is so impactful because we can get so caught up in our day-to-day and we can help remind our teams of mastering the basics and it helps them. It actually helps them a lot too with kind of that anxious and overwhelmed feeling because everyone can get better at the basics. Um, all right, is it, am I saying your name right, Toria? It's Toria and I go by Toria. Oh, Toria. What do you go by? Tori. Oh, Tori, okay, awesome, Tori. Yes, ma'am, good morning, everybody. Um, Great segment, and I second what Peter just said. Um, I definitely resonated with needing to stick to the basics, um, and I just wanted to share my dream this morning, which is to help 34 entrepreneurs with online businesses automate their businesses every month for the rest of this year. Oh my gosh. I love the clarity around your dream. That is amazing. So, so how does that feel to share your dream on stage, Tori? Um, it's, it's crazy because I, I thought I would, I would feel a lot more um, nervous and scared, but I guess I've been working my way to this for a while now. So it just felt really good. Oh, I love it. Is that the, is this the first time you've spoken on stage? Um, not the first time that I've spoken on stage, but the first time I've shared something of this magnitude on this stage, particularly. I love it. Okay. Well, if you're on stage, unmike and give a little shout out to Tori for her dream and for sharing her dream this morning. Congratulations. That is amazing. Let's go, Tori. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. Love it. All right, who else has a share and who else? And oh, how about this? I'm gonna go towards the bottom. If there's somebody on this stage that has never spoken or has been in this room a lot and that wants to unmike and share, whether it's a share from something that we talked about today or they wanna share their dreams, um, please flash your mic. I'm gonna go down to the bottom and see if there's some new people. Oh, I see Coach Les. Coach Les, what you got? Good morning, Kate. Thank you. One, I just want to say thank you for the book recommendations. One, I just finished reading Atomic Habits here on Clubhouse in the book reading room that I do and love James Clear. My favorite thing about it was habit stacking. It's phenomenal. Um, E-Myth, love that book. And the reason I was flashing my mic was like, yes, essentialism, another book reference. So I just put it in my bucket on Amazon. So thank you very much. Appreciate you. With that, I'll hand the mic over. This is Coach Les, communicating more with less. Oh my gosh, communicated more with less. I love when people have great names that they can use in their businesses. That's awesome. Um, another great book recommendation um, so while we're at it is, um, 
the culture solution, the culture solution by Matthew Kelly. If you lead a team, if you lead a team and you are building a business and you want to have an incredible culture, read the culture solution. It is the best book. It is so, it is just so perfect for teams because it, he shares the six immutable principles of a dynamic culture and it's awesome. And then that book is always coupled. Well, I always couple it obviously because of what I do for a living, but I couple it with, um, or we couple it with the dream manager. And if you've not read the dream manager and you have a team of people read the dream manager, it will change the way you lead. And if you are looking for a program, if you are looking for something to implement in your organization, that's going to make a massive impact on your team's engagement and your team's productivity and your culture all at once, the dream manager, that's where it's at. And if you're interested in learning at all about the dream manager program and how to incorporate it into your organization, um, please message me over on Instagram. I would love to get on a call with you. I mean, it is incredible to see. In fact, we have our dream manager certification is happening today, today and tomorrow. We are certifying a whole new group of, I think, 16 new dream managers, and we have companies all over uh, all over the world that have a dream manager in their organization. And um, many of our clients have started, they started with one dream manager, and now they have two dream managers, and they're starting to have more and more people because more and more people on their team are interested in getting involved in the program. So um, anyway, that's just a little uh, shameless plug, but it's such an incredible program. I've just, it's incredible to see the impact that it's had on the organizations that we work with. Um, all right. Who else wants to share uh, one of their dreams or something that, that we talked about today that especially for those that have not shared, I'm going down the room. Oh my gosh. And I, I, I hear, how about just open your mic? Cause I hear Dakota. I see Dakota flashing. Hey Kate, how you doing? Love you as always. Um, yeah, it's funny because for a long time, I thought my, my main dream was like, you know, building this real estate empire. And it was until I went to um, Grow With God last year when we really had a kind of soul search and find out what is our mission, what is our, our calling. And I realized, you know, I think what I enjoy more is when I get called out to kind of go to different um, places and speak and share the story. And I find that I think maybe this building this empire is maybe my vehicle to get on more stages and share my story because I want to help other people build their empires and maybe take less blows and kicks to the guts that I did and cut them down on a few less failures and keep them failing forward and keep them motivated. Oh, I love that. Yes. Keep them failing forward. I love that. That's the name of a John Maxwell book. It's the best. Um, oh, I love it. Yes, absolutely. And I love Dakota, you know, this is one of the things I love about being on this stage too, is that we get to see so many, the, the growth of so many people just looking on this stage. It's so exciting, whether it's the moderators that we hear from every day, or just some of the people that come up on stage and share the people that have come into this room have grown, have grown so much. And there's been plenty of segments where people have unmiked and shared how breakfast of champions had made an impact in their life. And so it's so wonderful. I always, I always enjoy hearing you Dakota. And I always love uh, hearing you more and more the confidence that grows in you as you speak and as you build. And I have no doubt that you will are, well, you already are impacting so many individuals when you share your story. Um, all right. Who else wants to share a dream that they have? I see. Uh, is that Adam flashing? You got it. Adam, what's up? What's going on? I gotta, I gotta just hit this from two different directions. The first thing is, 
this idea that uh, we love simplicity. I, I think I, I've experienced that we create these big plans. Like we can free fall or skydive from the space station, but once we get to the target, we still are operating at our most fundamental level of execution, the, the basics, the lowest level of what we can do at the greatest and the greatest way. And, and so I think a lot of times we overcomplicate things. I know for me personally, we, I overcomplicate things. And, uh, and then I forget about the, the lowest level of execution. Like what is the, what is the simplest form for me to deliver what I deliver? And so that's been a big focus for me on a regular basis is just create big plans. Don't create complex plans and execute at the mo at the, at the highest level that I can at the, at the lowest level of fundamental basics. And second piece is I really have a dream to grow the business to a point where I can hire between five and 10 other special operations veterans pay them a phenomenal salary and then help them on down the path of entrepreneurship. And that is uh, that's a huge goal for me and a huge target for me that I've set since September of last year. And we're in the right direction. So I just wanted to put that out there. I appreciate it, Kate. Thank you for sharing. Oh, Adam, I love that dream. That is so beautiful. And, uh, and yeah, I love that. I, I love, you know, as you were talking, it reminded me of, it reminded me of the quote by James Clear since, we keep talking about atomic habits. Um, and he says, you, you don't rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. And so that's what I thought of when you, when you were sharing. And, um, but I love your dream and I'm so glad that it's, going, that it's going so well for you. That is amazing, incredible. And by the way, has anyone ever told you, you sound like, jo you kind of sound like Jocko Willink. <laughs> I've, I've heard it. I've heard it once or twice. I heard it once or twice. And he's got a he's got a really great book, Extreme Ownership. And I think the other piece to that too is oftentimes we can martyr ourselves in owning other people's faults, but we have to recognize that the part that we own is the responsibility to help lead, guide, train, and mentor them to be better. Mm, yes, yes, so good. I mentioned Extreme Ownership in my segment today. I think it's like the best. It's one of the best leadership books out there extreme ownership and i absolutely love that and i love jocko willink and yeah you kind of sound like him um anyway i should have you on my podcast just <laughs> just Let's cause, go. just because of that voice adam no i love your dream i'm gonna um uh, i'm gonna reach out to you uh actually if you could send me or i don't know it sounds like you're driving but anyway we'll connect um all right so we need six more shares in three minutes because you know i can't pass i cannot pass the mic to the gorgeous Lalisa E. Walker until we got until we have 100 shares of this room. Um, and I see that some people are putting in the chat, they're actually writing down their dream in the chat, which makes me so happy. So if you have not shared on stage and you aren't able to share, and especially if you're in the audience, if you're in the audience and you have not come up on stage, but you feel called to come up on stage, this is, you have a whole week to prepare. You have a whole week to mentally prepare so that next week, you're going to raise your hand, you're going to come up on stage, and you're going to share one of your dreams. You're going to share something that's important to you, something that's impactful to you, something that you're working on. Because as you heard today, like from Tori, for example, who shared her dream, when you share your dreams, you're speaking it to life, you're putting it out into the universe, and you're also giving us an opportunity to support you. Okay, I think we have time for one more if it's like a 30-second Share. We have time for a 30-second share. Hey, Kate, this is Ramon Ray. Yeah. Ramon Ray! Next, next week, Kate, please share also with us how you're building your business. You left us hanging, and I want to know what Kate's doing since she's not doing Facebook ads and all that. I'm done. That was 15 seconds. Somebody else has 15 more. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, Ramon. Actually, it's so funny. As I was talking about that, I'm like, oh, this is a fun little, this is a good little topic. I can go in that direction. Um, especially because your segments are always fun I, when I hear about how you're kind of like building and growing. But yeah, I, I could totally do that. I'll do a little bit of that. I'll do a little bit of a dream storm. I always like to add some type of, of dreaming in my segments um, because I do really love hearing about what people are doing in their, in their lives and in their businesses. But yes, great point, Ramon. You're awesome. Um, all right. So I, oh, 108, you guys, look at you. Look at you exceeding expectations all day long, adding 108 shares to the room before we pass the mic. You are incredible. I just absolutely love hearing from all of you. I want to give a special, well, special thank you to everybody that has participated today. Even if you didn't say anything, just participating by listening, adding your comments in the chat. I'm going to go back and look at the chat. So if you have not yet written down one of your dreams in the chat, please write down your dream. I would love to see some of the dreams that you are all working on. If there is any way that I can support you, please message me over on Instagram. Um, Peter, Tori, Coach Les, Dakota, Adam, thank you so much for sharing and getting up on stage. Like I said, I can't wait to hear from some other voices next week. Um, I love hearing the takeaways that you got from the segments that I do. If anything resonated with you and really spoke to you, please message me over on Instagram. Connect with me over on there. I would love to hear from you. Um, and, and of course, I would love for you to sign up for Massive Optimism, my newsletter that um, I send out every Sunday. You can go to massiveoptimism.club to sign up. And with. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.